بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر صدق الله العظيم Honorable listeners, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the Qur'an Sharif, various places, takes qasam and oath. When we human beings, we take qasam, we take oath, it is to show importance of what's coming thereafter. The jawabul qasam, what's coming after the qasam is of utmost importance. For us servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are only allowed and permitted to take qasam on the name of Allah ta'ala, on the sifat of Allah ta'ala, on the zat of Allah ta'ala, those things which are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our Rabbul Alameen, our Creator, our Nourisher, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can take qasam on whatever He wants to show importance. Allah put in the Quran, various places, takes qasam on various things. Allah Pak takes qasam on the night, on the day, on the brightness of the day, sky, earth, on Makkah Sharif, day of Qiyamah, on horses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes qasam on various things to show importance. Here today, the topic of discussion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Asr takes qasam. Allah Pak takes qasam on time, wal-asri, and by the qasam of time. The custom of time to show importance to insan. Time is very important. There are various explanations regarding what is referred to as asr and time. Some say it refers to time in general. Allah practices custom on time in general. That by the custom of time, by the custom of time in general. Another tafsir tells us that custom of asr refers to the time afternoon till the end of day, the second half or the last portion of the day, that's a very Mubarak time. That's the very same time when the inception of man took place via Adam wassalam. And many scholars are also of the opinion that Asr refers to Salatul Asr because man is negligent. The time of Asr is a very crucial time for everybody. That's why in another place Allah says, Hafidu ala salawati wassalatil wusta. That be protective and cautious about your salahs, especially the salah of the middle, the middle salah. And most of the commentators of the opinion, it refers to asr salah. It's the salah which is between the two salahs of the day and the two salahs of the night. Nevertheless, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we take the meaning of, salat, of salatul asr, it's a very crucial time. The person who's working at that time, He's knocking off work, rushing, get some bread and milk, and taking transport and rushing back to go home. In that interim, his asr gets left out. A person who is a shop owner, customers, it's a busy time and the customers are gone. He's closed the doors, now he's cashing up, rounding up, backing up, and now he's getting ready for home. Like that, he misses his asr salah. A woman in the kitchen, preparing, slogging, slaving, preparing the food for the husband who's going to come just now. In that interim, her asr salah goes. So it could mean all the three and the various other tafasir of this asr by the qasam of time. Allah Pak to show us importance of time, that this time is our capital. This time is our capital. Wal asr, innal insana lafi khusr. 
Verily, indeed, man, in general, man, is at a total loss. With regards to his business, he is, he is at a total loss. His capital is going down. He's losing his capital. Time is the capital of every believer, every human being. Time. Without time, you have nothing. You can't do anything. You have to have time for everything. So, wal asr, man is at a total loss with regards to his business. What business? What business of dunya? Hal adullukum ala tijaratin tunjikum min azabin alim. Business of akhirah. The business which will save you from the punishment of the akhirah, the painful punishment. So that business capital is time. And if that capital is growing, melting away, one pious person says, I understood this very well, the surah, when I walked into a shop which sells ice. Now back in the days, not like these days where you have those huge freezers which stock ice at the garages. No. They used to have sometimes certain countries up to now. I have seen even meat they sell. They come early morning, early morning. They come sell three, four hours and they're gone. So he says this example of hours with time is like the example of a person, a trader, a businessman whose capital is a block of ice. He bought this block of ice. He invested his money in that. And now he needs to sell it to make a profit. If he doesn't sell it, irhamu ala man malihi yuzab. Have mercy on that particular individual whose capital is melting away. That if you do not buy his ice in time, what's going to happen? That ice and his capital is going to melt, he's going to lose out completely. Like that, irhamu, have mercy on the ummah whose capital is time, but yet how much of time has been wasted? How much of time has been wasted? Pious people would know down every day what they said, what they did. To take stock of themselves. That was that time fruitful or not? Allama Jurjani Rahmatullahi. You should swallow dry bread. For meals, he would swallow dry bread. Because he took the time, he calculated the time that it takes for him to eat normal bread and dry bread. He found out that he could read 70 times more tasbih and more subhanallah. So he decided to go for dry bread, swallow it, push it down with water and carry on. Imagine what cautious, how cautious they were with regards to their capital time. So time is our capital. If that's melted away, not used properly, it will melt into droplets of water falling into the sand, becoming mud and becoming a menace and an obstacle for those passing by. That this particular individual, he lost his capital, all his money gone down the drain, his capital. Not just that, those around him can't even walk past peacefully because now the mud is splashing onto their clothes, onto their shoes, onto their feet, etc. On the other hand, a person comes and buys this ice. This person who's selling the ice, his capital is fruitful. And this person takes his ice and goes home and puts it on a hot day in a beautiful, lovely glass of drink. He will enjoy that. Like that, this life of ours is that the melting ice. If we just allow this capital of ours to melt away, then... I'm afraid. Besides harming ourselves, those around us also will be harmed. We'll become a menace to society. Now nobody wants to be around us because everybody's getting harmed with the splashes. But on the other hand, if we take this ice as life, this time of ours, and we keep it safely, 
look after it, nurture it, protect it, then inshallah when you go in the qabr, it will be of great use to us. On that hot day of qiyamah, when the sun will be just above our heads, it will be useful to us. So total insan, insan is a total, total loss. Insan is in khasara, complete loss. Allah gives us four things to do. That we have to do these four things concurrently. If we're lacking in any of these four things, we won't be out of the total loss. So each item carries 25% of Savior. So if we do two things and we leave out two things, then we're only out of the loss 50%. Accordingly, according to how many we practice upon, that's how out of the loss we'll be. So number one, Allah says, every human being is in loss. Illa amanu. Number one, except those who have Iman. First criteria to come out of loss is Iman. So every human being, the five and a half or six billion people without Iman and Kalima are at a total loss. Their capital is melting away. Time and tide waits for no man. You can't get that second back again. You can't touch the same spot twice. Finish. Khalas. So, First criteria to come out of the loss is to have Iman. Alhamdulillah, we have Iman. The second, to do good deeds. That a person without doing good deeds, he only has Iman, is only 25% out of loss, 75% loss he's still facing. Like sometimes, you know, in an area you have business people talk going down. Compared to last Christmas and this Christmas, last December, this December, the last Easter was this much, this, December, this Easter, 50% loss. Last December was so much, this December, 60%, 70% loss. Like that, our lives are melting away. That from last Ramadan to this Ramadan, from this Ramadan to next Ramadan, are my losses going less or higher? We become so concerned when our losses increase. Here yeah, we have to now make an effort to decrease our losses. We can lose everything in dunya as long as we have these four things we are successful and we are on the correct path. So number two, do good deeds. Whatever Allah has commanded us to do, do good deeds. So these two, Iman and good deeds, pertain to one's self, his self, his obedience, his reformation, he and his Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the next two, وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ And Iman is for a person individual. Then the next two, وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالصَّبْرِ And those people who, after bringing Iman and would doing good deeds, they also enjoying Haq. Haq means good. Iman, things which will strengthen their Iman, things which will assist them to get closer to Allah SWT, which means they command and assist and encourage each other to do good. And they command and encourage each other to stay away from sin. And to stay away from sin is not easy. It's a mission, effort required. You have to make sabr. But make that sabr. Encourage each other to be patient and make that sabr in staying away from sin and looking at the harms of sin. Staying away from sin, enjoying each other to forbid evil like that, inshallah, will be saved from this complete loss. So these second two pertain to effort on others. This ummah, has been taken out for the benefit of mankind. That we are not just for ourselves, but we are for the benefit of mankind. We have to benefit others. So all these four have to run concurrently for us to be out of the loss. We can't say, okay, Alhamdulillah, I'm reading my Salah, I'm reading my Quran, I'm making my Dua and my Zikr, and Alhamdulillah, I'm obeying Allah's commands, and I have my Iman, 
Alhamdulillah, I'm okay. There's no need to worry about anything else. No, we are still in loss. We are in 50% loss. The other 50%, whatever so bil haq, whatever so bil soft. People around you, in and around you, your area, neighboring areas, the entire ummah. How many people not reading salah? Does that affect us? How many people don't even have iman? Are we concerned about the hidayat? Are we making fikr for their hidayat? People are just so immodestly. People are going so off the path. Everything is being so he why far from deen. Is that creating a frown, a worry, a concern in our hearts? Oh, everything carries on as normal. In our own homes, people are not reading salah. Disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's commands are violated. Sharia, sunnah. Is that creating fikr in our hearts? How are we going to work? So our ummah is an ummah for the ummah. Not ummah for ourselves. It's not a nafsi, nafsi ummah. Ya Rabbi, ummati, ummati. Ukhrijat linnaas. That we have been taken out for the benefit of mankind. We have been sent in dunya for the benefit of others. So we worry now. We can't only worry about others. We're making everybody read salah. We're going door to door. We're encouraging people. But we ourselves don't read salah. No. That also is wrong. We have to be first in the front. And each item of these fours will complement the other. So when you have iman and a'mal and saliha, it will complement and assist you in doing tawasul bil haq, tawasul bil sabr. And when you have tawasul bil haq, tawasul bil sabr, it will assist and complement you in iman and a'mal and saliha. So we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will give us the reality of the Asr. Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah mentioned in the books, it's, it's noted down that if only Surah Al-Asr was revealed, no other surah of the Quran was revealed. Only Surah Al-Asr. That's enough and sufficient for the hidayat and the guidance of the mankind. That's enough. It has everything in it. It's a jami'a comprehensive surah which has everything in it. So we have Surah Al-Asr and the entire Quran. So let's see how we can maximize and take this lesson for today of Surah Al-Asr. And the Sahaba Ikram and the Pais had this habit that whenever they departed, friends got together, sat together, whenever they departed, they would always remind each other of Surah Al-Asr before they departed. Before they left and dispersed, they would remind each other on the contents, on the meaning of Surah Al-Asr, that now continue wherever we're going back to. We met, mashallah, we had a good fun-filled weekend. We enjoyed ourselves together. Now we're going back to our own individual lives. Don't forget Iman. Don't forget good deeds. Don't forget to enjoy good, encourage good, and encourage people to stay from haram and evil. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Give us tawfiq, give us reality, give us understanding. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept us in the entire ummah to become these close, beloved, accepted servants. And may Allah Pak keep us in our project until qiyamah with perfect, complete iman. And may Allah Pak take us with perfect, complete iman. And may Allah Pak on the day of qiyamah resurrect us with complete iman and with those people who have complete iman, especially the Sahaba. May Allah Pak bless us all the good fortune of on the day of qiyamah being among the Sahaba ikram. Ridwanullah ta'ala alim ajma'in. May Allah Pak give us tawfiq. Subhanallah, bihamdisfarak, Allahumma bihamdik. أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين جزاكم الله خيرا في الدارين والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته